Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Trigger warning. The following episode contains descriptions of sexual assault, graphic violence, and adult language. Discretion is advised. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday, we crack open a bottle of wine and dive into some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. Hey, babies. It's Danielle, and we're back again to share another true crime story with you over a bottle of wine. And we might need the whole bottle today because it's like some heavy cases. I kind of wanted to, I got down like a little bit of a rabbit hole, so to speak, after we talked about the Maddie Clifton situation. If you haven't watched that episode, do it. Scoot back. Yeah. I feel like we really tried to cover that case as best as we could. And it really ties into what we'll be talking about today because I thought, why do teen boys kill? Yeah. Yeah. Like young teen. It's like 14 years old seems to be that like age where their brain like decides they're going to do that haywire. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird to me. So I kind of wanted to look at like the psychology of that, of other cases that had something to do with that kind of fascinated me. And I thought I was only going to be looking at one, but it, it turns out it's like a thing. Oh no. Yeah. Very sad. Um, so yeah, so a little bit heavier today. So we've got this beautiful bottle of wine. What do we have down here? It's called eternally silenced and it's very, we picked it again. I know because of the, um, the bottle, (laughs) But the little, I love the wax covering they had. I do. It's yeah. pretty. It was fun to see you try to like open the wax covering though. Cause um, we did yeah. that kind of not, off camera and that was, <laughs> we're so not I'm glad we did. We almost yeah. had like an incident. <laughs> we just, uh, yeah, we didn't want any like, you know, blood on camera from when Megan almost cut herself. Not that gory. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's crack into Tell it. Tell me let's, about it. Is there well, like a. I don't know if there's anything um, going on. It's four, it's 14.5%. Um, and then there's the surgeon general warnings. Oh, okay. So don't drink if you're. Yeah, yeah it's a Pinot Noir um, from California. It's a prisoner wine, right? Yeah, it like is. we know. I know it nothing, is. but I know that this is a prisoner wine, so I know you could probably get it at your local. Yes, and what was the price point for it? Do you remember? Oh, I'll, I feel like it's around twenty five. Okay. I keep saying that, but yeah. I do feel like it's, <laughs> it's like the average price it has wax. <laughs> it's fancier than our twist top. Um, yeah, interesting. And it said um, also down here. I thought I saw something that I wanted to read, but maybe not. Oh, it's a it's a it's 2018. Oh, vintage, vintage. <laughs> <laughs> from just a few years ago. Um, so yeah, let's see if I can pop it. Ooh, <laughs> that was a solid pop. That was. I'm like, where do I put this? Is real wine? Yeah, <laughs> I think this is like the first. Um, like, I don't know. It's like a very fancy bottle. I don't know the wax. From, like, it like steps yeah. it up. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And we got. Garwell decals. Oh they're very, yeah, they're very ITT. I love it. It's so cute. Oh, okay. I'm and very so excited to try this. Should I like pass this one to you? Yeah. Perfect. Trades. Ooh. 
Yeah, we got bats and moths and yeah. bats and moths. Like ready? It's just like my body, bats and moths. <laughs> I know. It's very, very Danielle. Very. Love it. Very much so. Okay. Spirit of Danny. The spirit of Danny. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Yeah, it's really light. Yeah, I was Extreme. expecting it to be more bold. Same. I think it's because it seems so heavy, and I'm like, okay, this is yeah. real legit. No, okay. it tastes um, almost like a little bit like juice. Like it, <laughs> juice? Doesn't, it doesn't like taste grapes? like wine. Yeah. <laughs> like grapes from the vine from the vineyard, Danielle. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, okay, no. now I'm more curious. Like, what is it? But... I know it kind of Pinot Noir. I wonder if like we we got to Google it. Oh my, yeah. There's probably more info here somewhere that we don't know, and all of you are going to correct us on. That's okay. I hope so. Please Please do. do. (laughs) Let us know. Let us uneducated. Like you guys educate us in the comments. We picked it by the label, so I mean, I feel like we're gonna get so much flack for that. That's gonna happen. I don't blame them. I roast away. If I knew something about wine, I would be like, wow, you thought you'd start a podcast with like alcohol and not like know anything. Yeah, we're trying to learn. Learn. (laughs) I like it. I think we can do this for an hour. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So come along, grab a bottle, Mm -hmm. tell me a story. Yeah. Yeah. So um, through looking at this, the main case I kind of wanted to focus on in this, except it then ended up evolving to almost three cases. It's, yeah, it's an episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the first one that I was interested in was something that had happened actually pretty recently. Um, so, and what's so strange is, is this happened only about like a half hour away from where Maddie like was what? at. Yeah. What is happening down there? I know. Well, it's Florida. So. Deadly Florida. As a Floridian, I feel like I can say like, well, are we surprised that if something like this was going to happen, it's like happening there? Florida. Like, Florida. Always Florida. It's Florida. Um, I guess it like must be the heat or something. I don't know, but. So Tristan Bailey, this happened on Mother's Day, unfortunately. Oh my God, really? Yeah, extremely sad. And it was this year as well. Yeah, so she was 13 years old um, and it was committed St. John's County and the Durban um, community, which is actually like a super, like it's a nice, like affluential neighborhood. Um, She went missing the early like morning hours of Mother's Day. So we're talking like 1 a.m. What year? Um, This year. This year? This year, recent. Oh my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she... I'm missing at like around 1 a.m. The last person to have seen her was her sister and her sister saw her around midnight. She was in the garage um, talking on the phone, like FaceTiming with, um, she said like a young white male. Um, Huh. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I I I mean, yeah. When you're talking to like boys, you're that age, you're going to not like do it in the living room. You're like, go. Yeah. What I find interesting, what's weird to me, I'm like tying back to myself again, but just because it's from where I'm from in Florida. It's um, her family actually goes to the same church that I went to when we were, yeah, celebration. Um, well, that's where they hosted her memorial. I don't know if that was like sure, where they went sure. to church or anything, but I know like my mom, I don't like, I don't know. Like, but then again, her parents may not have known she was on the phone, you know, at like 13 and like 1am in the morning, but yeah, 13. Yeah. I, mean, I have teenagers. Yeah. They do kind of whatever they want, but yeah. Um, 9.40 the next morning, Tristan's family noticed that she wasn't, like, at home, wasn't in bed. They call 911 um, at, by 10 a.m. So 14-year-old Aiden Fucci, um, who Tristan went to school with, was taken in for questioning after they had seen him on surveillance fo- like video with her that evening walking around outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, the last time she had been spotted with him was about 1.45 that evening. 
And when Aiden, was she on the phone with him? No, she like was someone with else. Him. She, I think it was him. I think the FaceTime maybe FaceTiming. I think him. it was him. Like I kind of just assume that, but all I can see, it's weird because okay. it's almost like still developing. Like he hasn't gone like on trial yet or anything. Sure. Yeah, so there's we're still getting like kind of information about what's what happened that evening. Um, but yeah, so when the police picked him up for questioning, of course they didn't like handcuff him or anything, and he was in the back of the cop car and he snapchatted out, "Anyone seen Tristan lately?" In the cop car? In the cop car. He's just like on Snapchat, like, yeah. oh, have you guys seen her? I feel like Holy he was with her. He, well, he well he was with her. Like that's earlier. Like, the next, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like the last person to see this girl alive, and he, you know, snaps that out. I feel like that was kind of like, I feel like it was kind of an asshole thing to do. Like I feel like he was being a jerk. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like he wasn't like it's being taunting. like, has anyone seen? Or yeah, exactly taunting. It's, yeah, that's what I feel like as well. Um, so when this first happened, there was like a lot that was coming out of this case. Um, it was extremely murky. A lot of people reported um, false information just because the false information was everywhere, including myself. I had to take down a TikTok because oh. every, we thought this was like news, like even news stations were reporting like this information. Okay, I don't <gasps> feel that bad for not knowing the truth. No, yet. yeah, so, okay. because so what what initially was coming out was there was all of these people on like Instagram and they were um, snapping out like hashtag free Aiden um, and shit oh. online. Yeah, and they were like saying things like... Um, they were saying horrible things. Like they had like all stabbed Tristan together. They had posted, it was like a gang thing. And like, they had posted photos of like even a bloody knife and stuff like that. So a lot of people thought these boys Don't were like with an open investigation. No, Get out of here. It's crazy. And it's so disrespectful. Like, can yeah. you imagine being her family member and like seeing that on, like, I could not even like imagine this before things were like, verified about what was going it's on it's actually like a criminal thing to do it definitely is um, to and like I'm tamper with an open investigation yes i hope there's gonna be charges pressed against them because it's like so crazy to me that they're it almost feels like right now they're getting away with it but then again we haven't gone to trial we More haven't important seen what things they're first. gonna exactly yeah, got it yeah so basically aiden's taken in and his initial story about what happened that night was that they had been hanging out originally he said that he departed um tristan peacefully at the park that they were at but then he changed the story to he had tried to kiss Tristan and Tristan said no. So he pushed her and she hit her head and he like left her. Okay. So we went from like, I'm not involved. I haven't seen her. Where is she? To mm-hmm. like, oh, I may have pushed her and she hit her head. And yeah. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Yeah. So by about 6 p.m. Um, that evening, Mother's Day, they found Tristan's body. So yeah. Oh, poor mother. Oh, I know. For everyone. So sad. Um. So she had 114 stab wounds. And I know. Violent. Very violent. And um, 49 of those were defensive wounds. So she really. She fought that baby. She fought hard. Yeah. So um, just horrible. And the knife, um, like the murder weapon that had been used, it was found in the pond that was near her because she was killed in that that Mm -hmm. park, I'm assuming. But that's where they found um, her and like the knife. And the knife was broken off at the tip. And they found the tip in her skull. So it oh was like. Oh my God, that's brutal. Brutal. Yeah, it almost makes you wonder if he might have kept going if like the knife hadn't broken. Do you know? Yeah, like, like that's the only thing that stopped times. him. Right? Yeah, it's really, really crazy. So those internet trolls that we were talking about from earlier, they had all been screaming that they had been all sexually assaulting her together. Like a lot of them said like basically she wouldn't pull her pants down. So we showed her like how to. Like they oh were, it was very graphic and horrific, like the shit they were saying. Um, and there's no evidence of that, thankfully. I mean, if you can be thankful, you know, for something, I guess, in this instance, um, except for handprints that the police saw on her thighs. I don't know what that means, if it's, like, handprints and blood or, or if bruising. it was. Yeah, or what that was. But, um, and I don't know why that was listed, like, besides, like, the, beside the sexual evidence. Do you know what I mean? Like, that there was no. I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's strange. Um, 
but yeah, and on um, her ankles, things were written. So the word karma was written in pen on Tristan's left ankle, and a smiley face was drawn on her right ankle. Karma seems like part of the crime. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like extremely heavy. And then, like, I used to draw stuff on myself all the time. Yeah, like a smiley face. Yeah. Oh, or um, like a bat. <laughs> yeah. So it's still going on. It's just like more permanent now. Um, but I just like, feel like all of that might have been Aiden, you know? Yeah. Or we might never. I know. mean, karma is again, like a very like taunting type of thing. Yeah. So if it's part yeah. of the crime, it makes sense. Yeah. And I just want to like clarify, I don't know if I clarified it enough. Those internet trolls had like nothing to do with this case. And, um, the police department, the St. John's, um, police department would like release that, uh, they had nothing to do. They just wanted to get internet famous. I don't know how taking like the blame of a murder, implicating yourself in a murder makes you famous yeah makes you like a criminal yeah so Hmm. i don't don't do it yeah good god and a lot of them seem to be underage too so i kind of like wonder like where the fuck are your parents like do you know parents check your kids phones yeah please what the fuck are they doing what the fuck (laughs) are they doing um so anyways um, Aiden, of course, was arrested at that point um, by the police, and the police told him, like, when they said, like, hey, Aiden, or um, Tristan, you know, is passed, he was like, well, what does that have to do with me? Oh, my God, so callous. Yeah, very, yeah. very, almost like, kind of like Josh with that, like, you know. He was sitting on the bed on top of Maddie, just yeah, so callous, and just, Aiden's like, yeah, what, a, what about me? Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah so, okay. So he's arrested, and he was going to be, he's being charged as an adult, just like, um, you know, Josh was in Florida. That's just kind of, I guess, how it goes with, like, the brutal crimes and everything, right? And it, it makes sense. I'm glad, because we'll get into, like, another child that wasn't charged as an adult later um, and kind of what the repercussions were in that. Um, but uh, during that time, he's obviously, like, taken to an interrogation room, all of that. At one point, his parents come to visit him. And I know his father has been to ch- jail multiple times, I don't know about his mother, but you know when you're in a police station, you're being recorded. Like, right? I feel like if you've ever watched anything on TV, you would know that, like, the second you are step foot in a cop car. That's what I'm I saying. I mean, like, everything yeah. is recorded. Yeah. It's so strange to me. So they're in there and they Okay, say, but implicate yourself. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, like, <laughs> no, please don't hide a crime. Um, but his mother basically, like, whispers to him. She's like, you know, like, is there anything in your room? Like, ah. yeah, from, like, the night before, you know, that we can, like, take care of. She's, that's not exactly what she said. You can find online, like, the actual transcripts of, like, what. But that's, like, the gist of, like, what she said. She was, like, trying to help him out. Yeah, and she was, like, he was, like, what do you mean? And and she's, like, jeans. Like, that's kind of all you hear her say. Jeans? So, jeans, yeah. So She's, she like, goes, do you want me to dispose of your bloody clothes? Yes. So, she goes home, and she washes those jeans. And luckily, the police caught all of this because of the recording and all of that. Um, and sure enough, when the police like apprehended the jeans and everything, the jeans were washed, but there were traces of Tristan's blood on it. Oh, sure. Yeah. And in there the was, washing machine and, and, and all in the that, sink, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. She'd wash yeah. it in the sink. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? And so she was arrested, you know, for tampering with evidence. And she's going to be facing those charges. She's out on bail now. But like, obviously, she's going to be facing those charges. Yeah. yeah. He's not getting away with it. So like. No. What was she doing? I, I, yeah, I don't understand. And I'm like, your son has just been, like, accused of, like, something that was is so horrific and just robbed so many people of such a brilliant, beautiful, young life. And it's like, why would you be trying to help him? I understand supporting. He's your son. Get him a good defense attorney. hundred um, percent. I'm vibing with that. Get him a fair trial. Yep. But he obviously needs help, and he obviously is not safe 
you know, to be around people. Um, and that's to that point, a lot of his friends had heard him say things like he had always fantasized about taking someone out into the woods and, and killing them. Yeah. Oh. And to that point, I want to say, so Red that had flags. never been, yes. And that had never been reported to anyone. Like even his girlfriend had to like report it, like said this to the police, obviously after Tristan, you know, yeah. was murdered. And it's like, why, like, didn't you tell anyone? Even if you're not ready to tell police, because you're like, oh, what yeah. do I tell police? Like, tell your parents. Tell your parents. Tell somebody. Tell, tell a, teacher. a teacher. There's got to be someone that can, like, help, right? So it's just That's sad. not normal. No. <laughs> you wonder if, like, this could have been prevented if Aiden had received some kind of help, you know? Right. But then you, like, wonder, like, with Aiden's parents, you know, because this, this brings up his home life. You know, this idea of them enabling their child to get away with murder. Well, what the hell else was going on in that home? So if you look at his father's arrest history, it says like a lot, um, and there there is a lot there, um, but the things that I wanted to kind of note was he was arrested for child abuse and neglect, and I don't know if that had to do with Aiden at all, but just worth kind of noting. Yeah. Um, and for sexual activity with a 15-year-old girl. His dad? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No, this is not like squeaky clean choir boy, like yeah. home life. Mm-hmm. Cleaver, cleaver, yikes! And I wonder too, like if that's like kind of where you get a shitty attitude from, because obviously, like to be like, well, what does that have to do with me? And to be like Snapchatting out in the back of the police car, it's just extremely like callous and like kind of like it's so uh, brazen, yeah, right, like crazy. Right. Um, so in Aiden's room, when they searched it, they did find um, drawings of pentagrams. I will say, like the media always like sensationalizes that stuff. Um, Because they're like, oh, there's satanic. Yeah, like (laughs) satanic stuff, satanic panic. And I'm like, well, an upright pentagram isn't really like Satanist. It's more like Wicca. But like, okay, you do you. Some of this is, yeah. Yeah, whatever. A little sensational. Yeah, there was stuff um, that was a little, and like Josh also, just to like let you know, when the police searched his, he had a lot on Wicca and on Satanism too. I don't think that like, honestly, teenagers are like curious about a lot of things and dark things, whatever. Okay, but. Um, and then um, they also found in Aiden's room drawings of a violent nature. So one drawing showed a girl with blood coming from her body and X's over her genitals and her breast. Okay, not normal, though. Not normal. No. So, yeah, and he had reported to friends and family that he had been hearing voices. Wait, who found those drawings? His parents? No, the police. Oh, when the they, police. They okay. His room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know if his parents like, would do anything. That's why I was like, wait, this kid's been drawing this shit for like how long? And you're like, he's fine. <laughs> he's totally. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So this could possibly like him hearing voices and everything. Like maybe that's psychosis. You know, like a severe mental disorder where your like emotions you're so far like detached. You know, from the real world, um, and like. It's just hard because I know they're probably going to, like, argue the psychosis theory in court and everything. Um, And it just really, like, makes you wonder, like, okay, maybe that was what led to that. But how do we fix it? Is there a way to fix it? If you're hearing voices, also not normal. Seek help. I mean, sure, we have resources for that. So it's, yeah, it's really, like, it's honestly, like, so sad. And, of course, like, besides all of this, People have been wondering why were these children like walking around after midnight and no one knew where they were. I mean, kids sneak out. That's why. It's true. It's true. So uh, kind of crazy. And especially if you trust your kids too. I know my mom, yeah. like she would have just been like, 
what, like she didn't want me obviously to sneak out, but I like one time I snuck out and I like left a note for her. <laughs> I was like, I'm here. And I got should. busted once and yeah. my parents were like, you could get murdered. And I was like, <laughs> not like seriously though. Like yeah, they were no, like, they're like, this yeah. is why you cannot sneak out because adults are supposed to be watching you when you're yeah. like that age. No. So, and it takes once and like, yeah, like you and Maddie Clifton, like just knowing that your neighborhood, like any, it's not safe. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like you just, you, you friends think are not you safe. Are safe. Friends aren't safe. Yeah. It's crazy. So anyways, at this point in time, that trial is like, we're still waiting on more evidence coming from that and everything, but it's just a crazy case. And it's um, so nuts that it happened almost in the same area. Right. Like just like 20 minutes, 30 minutes away from where she lived. That's really, um, I know it's been like a long, I mean, God, it's been like probably almost 30 years. It was 97, 98. So it's been a while, but like still it's strange. Yeah. Um, but then that got me on to, um, so there's been a, a case on TikTok that's kind of like almost blown up um, recently um, that also involved a 14 year old boy. Um, and I really like, I don't know this one was so incredibly crazy. And I think you were saying like a little while ago, you had like heard something about it, but yeah. Yeah. So this was the one from Dan Danvers high school in Massachusetts. So, um, it was October 22nd, 2013. So a little, a while ago. Okay. Um, it's weird to think that was almost like 10 years ago at this point. I know where did time go? Yeah. And like, that was just, Oh no, that was like almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Shoot. I'm like just a little while. No. Um, but the murder, this murder was committed in like the middle of the freaking day in the, inside the high school, like totally crazy. And it was um, against a teacher. So Miss Colleen Ritzer, who was 24 years old, she had her dream job of teaching. She was Aww. an amazing teacher. Um, according to all of her students, they loved her. Um, her Twitter was like set up with like math questions. A for her teacher kids. with Twitter. I know. Aww. And she's like trying to give homework help on it and everything. I love it. Yeah. Really like caring. Um, she, and she was like one of those teachers who she always stayed like behind. So she could prepare, you know, her lessons mm -hmm. for the next day and everything like yeah. that. Right. So she was staying behind this day. Um, just, you know, getting stuff set up. And for some reason, this new student, he had just moved, I think from Tennessee named Philip Chisholm, 14 years old, stayed in the classroom with her. Now she left the classroom around two forty-five, and one of her coworkers went up to her, who was one of her friends. It was actually like twin day at at that school. Twin, day. yeah. Twin so day. they had oh, like high school. <laughs> change, they had changed personas, I guess, mm -hmm. of like the other one. So they were dressed, like dressed like, like the other teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really cute. So she was like, "Why is Philip like still in your room?" And Colleen was like, "I don't know. I feel like too." Colleen was probably like one of those teachers, like where she was like her door was probably like always open yeah as well. he's like a new kid in school right exactly. i mean like she's like i'll befriend him and mm -hmm. make sure he's like acclimating yeah and i'm sure she knew Up too like he i'll touch base on this a little bit later but phillips the reason philip had moved to massachusetts was his parents went through like a horrible divorce so the teachers were probably a little aware of that i know like when i moved because of my parents divorce i feel like my mom put a disclaimer out there disclaimer or trauma <laughs> be scared <laughs> this girl's gone through a rough time be kind it's been a bad childhood <laughs> so yeah um i mean teachers know those kind of things they're like very in tune with like which kids like need like an extra like hand yeah, yeah for sure yeah, just for like sure. a little friend yeah so um, now all of this crime, what's so crazy about this, it, it can almost all be seen on CCTV footage because the school had. Yeah. I Okay. That's why it's like ringing a bell because yeah. I have seen some of it's that footage so and, creepy. and it's like, is this happening in broad daylight? Yeah. Okay. It's really crazy. 
Um, so at the time, you see Colleen like leave her classroom again. She's going to the restroom, and you see um, Philip follow her. But you see him like he spots the camera and he pulls his hood up, like turns around, and then goes back. Like it's really weird. He, like how knows he he's like he knows the face, like I'm there, ready. Yeah. But I'm like, why did you think pulling your hood up in front of the camera is gonna fucking like you're the only kid left in the classroom? Like we know it's you. Yeah, we know you're it's not you. hiding. And also, you just all you did was like do your disguise. Like, I don't know. Anyways, fourteen year old logic, oh, whatever. Yeah. So he covers his face, walks, um, follows her to the bathroom where for 11 minutes he attacks her. He rapes her and stabs her like multiple times. Yeah. So really bad. And like during that time, another student actually opened the door. You can see her, mm-hmm. but she seems startled. And it's because she says she saw like the, the naked back of someone. Yeah. So she thought someone was getting changed. So she was like, have you ever like, oh, yeah, you like you walk in on like, someone. Oh, you're like, oh my oh, God. Yeah. So back she out. just like yeah. probably was like, oh my God. Like I, you know, so she left hurriedly. So he then leaves the bathroom shortly after that. He's covered in blood. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. And, um, and it's broad daylight. It's like right after school, right? Yeah. yeah. And he goes and grabs the wheel trash bins from outside. You know, those big ones that they yeah, like have. those like wheelbarrow. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So he brings it to the bathroom and the, prosecution later at trial would argue that Colleen was probably alive when he did this. So yeah, so sad. So he shoves her into the um, trash can and takes her out. And it's so crazy to me because he's just like pushing this trash can through a high school. And I'm like, this never would have happened. I don't think at my high school, like someone would have stopped us and been like, what the fuck are you doing? Excuse me. What are you doing? Yeah. Like a student. It's really strange to me. I mean, after school, like it's kind of, it's kind of empty, kind of yeah. quiet. Like if kids are like in activities and other things, like it's just a few teachers. Yeah. 11 minutes is but you can brutally see slow, like, but like, yeah, yeah, there's like bystanders, right? Yeah. And people were like walking past him and everything. I'm like, how yeah. do you not notice like blood? I don't know, man. It's weird to me. But anyways, he walks her um, outside and into the woods and in the woods, um, he assaulted her further with an entire tree branch. So this wasn't like just a, yeah, it was a branch. And what sucks, I read today, I, I like couldn't believe this, but that charge would end up being dropped. And I don't know how the fuck that charge was dropped. I do know this. It's oh. because they couldn't prove if it was before she actually died or after. What the fuck does that matter? I don't remember why. I don't know why I know this fact. <laughs> but like, why does that matter? Because like, if she was dead, it wasn't the same as assaulting like it wasn't like a rapey assaulty charge. It was like different charge if she's actually passed. That makes me so angry though. I know. Cause, and that's probably why it sticks with me. Cause I'm like, charge him with everything because that is yeah. wrong, like sick and wrong. So and like fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And besides that, when she was found, she was almost decapitated. Like her vertebrae had cuts. Like, oh my God, he went and then he robbed because he brought a knife. It's, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he brought His everything. Backpack. Yeah. I murder, think I like murder talk. Here. Yeah. We'll just skip like. <laughs> but yeah, he had brought everything to school that day. Like fucking crazy. So he brought the box cutter. This was premeditated. Totally. He brought yeah. a change of clothes with him because then he had, after this, after he robbed her and did everything he did to her, he took her like cards and everything. And he went to go see it. Oh, I think it was a Woody Allen movie um, at a movie theater. So he got changed. Oh my God. Off they just he, go on with their normal life. Yeah. And I think he brought, he brought a ski mask at least. And I'm pretty sure gloves as well with him that day. So he knew what the fuck he was doing. Like you cannot tell me that was not yeah. a premeditated murder. Back to like, if he were an adult, they'd be like, this is a rape king. Like, exactly. this is like your murder bag. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know what clicks with you. Like what makes you wake up in the morning, especially as a child and be like, pack your backpack with your weapons. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do today. Like where, what the hell? So anyways, 
He saw that, um, and they had seen, I think police tracked him there because of Colleen's cards. Maybe I'm wrong with that. Um, or maybe it was a cell phone. They somehow knew he had been to the Woody Allen movie, but they didn't find him there. He was walking a little while later, just like kind of aimlessly on the road. So that's where the defense kind of like got their like defense thing of like, well, he had a psychotic break because of the way he was just didn't almost go to tonic. Yeah. yeah, after he afterwards. So he was just kind of walking. Were they looking for him? They like because of the CCTV, yeah. so they were like, "Hey, that's what cra- what's crazy too." The school because that's got pretty a, fast. Mm-hmm, the school got a notification that um, both Colleen Ritzer and this child were missing almost simultaneously because Colleen Ritzer still lived with her parents. So her parents obviously noticed when she didn't come home, you know, on time, mm-hmm. and they called the police. And then his parent or his mom called. And so, yeah, so they knew both of them were missing. They, I don't think they knew, like, they were missing together, obviously. Right, they were just like, hey, these people are not where they're supposed to be. Yeah, so the police were looking for him. So they, they pulled him in. Obviously, when they opened up his book bag, they saw his bloody box cutter, you know, her cards, all of that stuff. So when they brought him in, they thought, they asked him, you know, why he did this. And he basically said, well, the defense team would argue that it was a triggering word to him. But the triggering word has never been disclosed. So she said something to him. And, and he packed his backpack him. with like. See, that's why it doesn't no. make any sense. He was just like, oh, I'm going to wait and see if someone triggers me today. Like, let me pack this just in case. I don't think so. Yeah. And um, they talked about um, how his parents had this horrible divorce where his father was an alcoholic abuser who physically and sexually assaulted his mother. So that does make you wonder if he did witness some of that. And maybe that. You know, because I was trying to look at, like, why do these little teen boys kill? It's so crazy to me. Yeah. And, like, what is the trigger at, like, 14 especially seems to be that, like, peak age. But did he witness some of that? You know? Uh, yeah. I mean, that household does not seem like a, a, like a wonderful upbringing. Yeah. Obviously. So. Yeah. Trauma so for sure. Very definitely. So. And, and then, like, but then with them, like, arguing that, like, I'm like, well, all of us have, you know, dealt with trauma at one point in our lives or another. And we haven't killed people you know it's like to the same aspect of josh and what the judges were arguing where they're like well not a solid defense yeah it's not, yeah for sure it's not we've all had trauma in this life <laughs> some more than others but still good god um not causation no so yeah they said it was basically a psychotic break um but they couldn't explain why he'd brought all of this stuff you know into school <laughs> i just yeah um and i feel like this is like the strongest case of like premeditation ever um, because of like all the stuff he brought into school, but wait, it gets crazier. Um, so he's being held in this juvenile detention and every now and then he would have like this, like freak out where he wouldn't go out into court, you mm-hmm. know, during his trial. Um, it just was a bad day for him, I guess. And they'd be like, that's fine. We're going on without you. Yeah. yeah. I, the judges was just kind of like, you know, but There's I, a lot of try, like a lot of, yeah, I just like, I, I the audacity of being like, you don't even want to go to your in. own murder trial. Yeah, like yeah. it's so crazy to me. Hearing, but there yeah, you go. the words. Huh, but the also, while he's in this juvenile detention, and also, why the fuck is he in a juvenile detention? Because he's being tried as a goddamn adult. Maybe to protect him from adults, but I put him in protective custody. I guess I don't know. I guess that seems like a little lax for his br- the brutality of his crime. Like he's around other juveniles. It's a hundred percent a little lax. It lacks because at one point he is in the detention center and he's eyeing up a female clinician the entire oh. day. And when she goes to the bathroom, <gasps> he follows her into the bathroom just like he did with Colleen Ritzer and attacks her. Oh my god! Yeah. So luckily she survived. They were able to, you know, break them up like before. But that's so fucking crazy. Jesus, how many times are we gonna let him like go? 
Exactly. That's the same MO. Like, Mm -hmm. no, it's absolutely crazy. Like it's like, and it's like, why was he in such a lax supervised location as well? Right. It's really like, it's not safe for anyone, obviously. And it's crazy to me that he just did the exact same thing again. Um, and that led to him facing additional charges of attempted murder. I was going to say, doesn't that go to your like psychotic, like, yeah, that goes out the window, your psychotic break defense. Mm Mm-hmm. So he has been sentenced to life in prison with no possibility of parole for 25 years. And then he has a four, two, I think two 40 year concurrent sentences on rape and robbery from the first initial rape. Back to Florida law. Maybe you do or don't know this. Does that have to be re-reviewed? Like Maddie's killer's case? I don't think so because this this happened after the 2012 Supreme Court. Yeah. So So this stands. This stands, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, Because I think... I'm not sure, like, how... I need to look into that. Like, how that Supreme Court ruling works where they found it unconstitutional for a minor. They're just going to review the case. But, like, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure his his stands. Um, So... What I find, what I found interesting about both of these boys, like this wasn't just like an accidental, like, oh, I, you know, I found my father's gun and like, I, you know, accidentally shot my friend. Absolutely not. No, a hundred percent. Like premeditated, premeditated, sexually motivated. Like, I don't know about Aiden's, um, you know, obviously at this point something obviously was desperately wrong there. Um, but it made me wonder, like, I feel like all of these boys had the potential and this is my own personal thought process of becoming serial killers at one point. Like if they got That's away, young to start. Yeah. Yeah. If they had gotten away, if they hadn't had the 14 year old mentality of like, I have to hide this person. And the first thought they think is like under my bed or under like my bed, CCTV, like there's yeah, like a little lack of the, the, but I feel like if they had been adults, obviously they've been able to like get over this and everything. But I think like, I just feel like this could have morphed into more. Like, I don't think this was, I don't think any of these were one off. Do you know what I mean? Like this wasn't like an accidental right it's Oops. it's yeah yeah for sure especially the way they acted like after all the callousness and everything i feel like it probably would have continued and gone on had it not been so obvious you know who had been murdered who had done it so thinking <laughs> of that um like i think this month i talked about todd colehep mm-hmm. on tiktok have you heard of him before mm-hmm. so he um did you remember the girl and the freight box that was found um yeah it's alive yes yes okay i was like so is there more than one okay yeah Yeah. so just a broad overview for anyone that doesn't know this case because i didn't i didn't know this Mm -hmm. case at all i knew about i just know the ending yeah yeah Yeah. i knew about her and i didn't know that he was a serial killer actually i didn't know this no no i thought they i thought it'd been like a jc dugard thing you know where she was found and her yeah yes and and i thought that was like the end of like thank god we found her well her name her name was kayla brown i don't know if i mentioned that but anyways so they found this woman in his um freight train box and he he had killed her boyfriend um yep. when they had come out to work on his property right and then kept her basically as a sex slave um just horrible um and he had actually tried to i guess kind of do it before because there was another couple that had been killed on his property yeah so they found that out because kayla when he got kayla into the shed like he told her or he showed her um the graves of the couple and he said like if you oh my god do anything yeah could you imagine like this is what's gonna happen to you so she was you know definitely stuck there and he had killed more people prior than that um he shot up a store killed all the people in the store and gotten away with all of this until they found kayla so what i didn't know was how he kind of started his spree of crimes so 
the first time we know he did something kind of to this effect, he was 15 years old. Oh my God. So this so he started younger. Yeah. This is where I started. He just wonder. got away with it. Exactly. So this oh. is, yeah, well he didn't exactly just get away, but well, yeah. So at 15, he kid, he kidnaps this 14 year old girl who was his neighbor at gunpoint from her home. His neighbor? His neighbor. Yeah, these are so brazen that I, I don't know. even know that adults would attempt these things. I mean, I uh, God, they probably would. But, like, these are so brazen mm-hmm. and so brutal that it's, like, unbelievable. Well, see, what I wonder, too, is it's, like, when you're 14, I remember everything was very urgent. So if you have these, like... Yeah, their brain's not developed enough to think far enough into the future. If you have these violent urges, if you have these, you know... Impulse control. Exactly. Are... <laughs> is this something that like just happens? And then like, of course you just grab the nearest person around you. So your teacher, your neighbor, your, you know, I guess it's very scary. Except for, um, Josh was eyeing Maddie. My, yeah. But that's a, that seemed like it was so premeditated well, just Jessie. because of, yeah, Jesse. Yeah. And right. just because of like how they broke in. I'm so sorry. Yeah. If you haven't watched that episode, please go back and do go it. Go back and do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's your homework. Grab another bottle. Yeah. Listen to episode <laughs> one. Um, but yeah, so should this girl, so she was, um, home, well, not home alone. She was babysitting like her siblings. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have to do that? Babysit siblings? Yes. Yeah. I was like, it's not, a, I was not a latchkey kid, but like we rode the bus. So yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely like home alone. I don't know yeah. that that's like a thing now. Do people leave their kids home alone now? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm re- sure we'll tap into that in future episodes about like, <laughs> today's parenting standards like do not leave your children unattended do not at, at all teasing future episodes especially when like your computer the computer like keep it yeah, out of your alone kids with room. The computer. yeah make sure you're monitoring what they do i'm not saying be a helicopter parent but maybe be a helicopter aware. parent just be aware please oh my god because they are getting up to stuff that is just crazy even in like the i think this was the 70s todd Colehup, the he kidnapped her by gunpoint brought her to his home where he um began to tie her up and raped her brutally, like brutally raped He's her. He's 15? 15 years old. Holy hell. Yeah. So really rough. Um, then he sees, because they were neighbors, he sees the police lights come on at the neighboring house. So Because he, she was missing. Yes. Yeah. So he tells her he's going to kill her. So, yeah, can you imagine? What, and lets her go, like, casually, like... So, yeah, she, she like, argued for her life. And she was like, I will not tell anyone. I, you know, and, like, that's... I feel like he, like, learned from this, right? But she was yeah. like, I will not tell anyone. I, you know, please let me go home. So he finally decides that he's going to take her home. He walks her back at gunpoint, right? Yeah, brings her in, like... And he doesn't, like... I don't think he goes up to the door, but she, like, runs it home, right? Right. She gets inside. She doesn't tell anyone initially, right? And her dad's finally, like, you're obviously shook. Yeah. Yeah. Like, something's not okay. Something is wrong. Come on, tell us. So she said, you know, what had happened. And the police officer booked it back over to Kolheb's house and knocks on the door, and Kolheb is, like... It's very dark, right? It's, like, it's, it's nighttime. So he opens up the door, and he's kind of, like shrouded by the door you know Mm, just like cracked it yeah 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 and she starts asking him questions about that evening right but then she sees the glint of like something metal in his hands yeah so she tells him get out of the house you know arrest him he had a gun he had what the hell he answers the door with with a gun gun. a fucking idiot so yeah so they take him in um and he's lucky he didn't die like i don't know that that would be a smart idea these days yeah and his parents you want to talk about enabling parents these parents so his mother in court and and i mean even after like not to speak ill i'm pretty sure she's passed since now like but serious to god like don't enable your kids like this 
She went into court for him, basically explained what a sweet boy he was. She wasn't what is she said something that was so weird to me and it really made me wonder about sexual assault. I don't know if like she's like it's weird to me. She said um that she wasn't surprised he'd been violent with this girl, like brought her home, like at gunpoint. But he she was surprised that he'd raped her because he'd always been self conscious of himself in that area. Oh the fuck do you know I, that about your fifteen year old kid? Yeah. It's no. weird. That's not okay. Yeah. Then she also said in court that she didn't think that it was a, oh, she said, direct quote, I'm sorry. And she she thought that it was her son. Like, she's like, yeah, that sounds like him. That sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It sounds like Todd. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So then she said, he even walked a girl home. Does that sound like a dangerous criminal to you? With a gun? With a gun. (laughs) Sorry. Just so after violently raping her, does that sound like a dangerous criminal to you? He walked her home. So I think. She's oh fine. Gosh, here, let's fill up. Yeah. This is oh like my God. So crazy. Um, and then um, I can't remember what his father did, but his father was like an interesting guy as well. It they, doesn't sound right. You're right. He does sound like he's um, been traumatized be, to be like exhibiting these behaviors. Yeah. These are not normal teen behaviors anyways. No. So it's crazy. And in court, um, when Todd was asked to describe like what he thought about the whole event, he said, I raped a girl and got caught. Yeah, so callous. Like, that's like... Yeah, just like Aiden, just like, like I I raped a girl and got caught. Like, what the fuck? Um, y- uh, yeah. Like, okay. So, obviously, like, it's just, I don't know. It's just insane. And then he went on, you know, so he went to jail. He went, you know, to juvenile detention center, and he was released years later because he was, you know, reformed, and he was a kid at the time. And then, of course, he went on to do more of this. I mean, I understand giving kids a second <sighs> chance, and that's like when we... We're talking about like, oh, kids that like found their father's gun and accident. Mm-hmm. Like that's horrible. It's a different like different game, the intention. Man. Yeah, yeah. Behind so, it is very different. A hundred percent. Yeah, and like the fact that like a kid that accidentally finds his father's gun and like shoots his friend, he, that's not going to happen again. But someone that is sadistic. Yeah, it was the premeditation. Like, yeah, it's it's. You've got to ha- find help, and that's why, like, when we were talking about Josh, it's like, well, you want out so bad. Why the fuck haven't you gotten any mental health other than, like, what's been required of you by the court of law? Yeah. That's wild. So, anyways, obviously, like, emotions run really high when we start looking at these, like, senseless murders. Because that's what's horrible about these crimes is, like, how senseless this was and what a waste it was. And luckily, that girl survived that Todd did that to you. But yeah, so many other because it was didn't. his first time. Exactly. That's and pretty much the only reason. Yeah. yeah. He, learned, he got smarter. So sad. So I wanted to take a couple look like studies at studies of the adolescent brain because I was like, obviously, my emotions run high. Everybody's does when looking at it. So like, what the heck is going on? So I did find some studies that kind of suggested almost the same as Josh's defense team did from like the other episode where they talked about lack of impulsivity or like lack of like control lots of impulsivity and it leads to risky behavior and then doing things. Um, And basically said that like this lack of self-control is something we all go through and it's like a learning curve for normal people. However, uh, we get like more independence as teens. It turns into rebelliousness, which can kind of like, yeah, be, you know, something major when it comes to those kids that are more of like a trouble, you Mm -hmm. know? And it also said that every like, out of, I can't remember how many kids they studied, but they said that 71 to 85% of the kids in the juvenile facilities that they looked at have at least one mental illness. Sure. 
Yeah, but also when you look at this, these studies were coming more from crimes like I robbed a place. Um, and I you didn't away. realize the implications of your like exactly. like the lack of like foresight mm-hmm. ability to predict the consequences. That yeah, kind of thing. I burned down a house. Like and I was, someone got killed in the midst. Yeah, of this. yeah, it's not like it's not things that are. I wish they would do a study of more of these like dangerous, like the ones that set out to kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be really interested in looking at that. So, like with any murder, like there's always a psychiatric analysis, I feel. Yeah, the evaluation. Yeah, Yeah, that's done. Um, And in all three of these cases, the defense team would argue that their, you know, person was suffering from a mental illness. Um, Which, I mean, yeah, and obviously in all three of these cases, it seems like severe documented abuse was in these childhood homes. So, it kind of comes to that point of like, what do we do to prevent? like this from happening further. You know what I mean? Like what can we as a society do? Little checks and balances. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of trying to look into things like that and see like if there's something we can bring, be more like attentive to. And I don't want to say like helicopter parenting is like great, but I feel like a lot of these kids weren't supervised as much as maybe they should have been. Like you look at Josh with his computer. He's like watching porn in his room. Yeah. At 14. And then like, you know, Todd Kolep was just doing whatever his parents didn't care. Same with Aiden. I feel like that's almost, they're almost very similar. Like Todd and Aiden. Cause it's like their parents are like, whatever. Hey, do you need me to wash your clothes? Yeah. Enabling parenting. Yeah. Yeah. So just versus accountability. Yeah. And then poor Philip Chisholm's mother. I do feel bad for her because she's probably just like, totally i feel like you'd be totally you know and yeah then like you kind of wonder you're like i don't know just from my own personal life i know my mom would be like god your dad really like did a number you know like it's just like you know like fuck um but yeah just sucks so um i was looking kind of into mental health awareness um for teens and resources that we could use um I feel like, you know, in our culture, we're, we're starting to become more aware of mental health just as a society. Yeah, it's not less taboo. Uh-huh. Sure, there's more resources or, like, readily available. Definitely. Yeah. I, but I wonder, like, you know how we have sex ed in school? Like, why the fuck don't we have, like, a mental health course in school? Right? Like, can we put a chapter in yeah. on that? <laughs> can we, like, uh, schedule away an hour of our time a day for a certain grade or something just to kind of, like... Go over things. I know we have like not human resources. What is it? guidance counselors? But they just really help with like college and university, right? Hey, like your hey, career hey. building and like you're making me say how old I am. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm like I don't know what they do now. What do they? Do? No, that's fair. I don't. I don't know either. I, rem- I just remember hating my guidance counselors. <laughs> I had a really good one, but yeah, I don't Aww. remember him helping with mental health. I don't know that yeah. they have like yeah. They really Maybe should. I feel like they should. Um, but I am going to put um, Centerstone and Spark mentoring programs down in the description below. So if you're interested in kind of looking at that, um, I feel like maybe this could have all been prevented if some adults could have intervened at some point. Or or friends. Or friends. Like, like, hey, tell an adult. Yeah, tell an adult. Tell someone, like, if your friend is saying things like, God, um, and just like if you as a kid are like struggling with these similar complex like emotions, obviously we all struggle with weird things as teenagers. Like it just, it's rough out there. Yeah. But know That's, that like those feelings, like you need to seek help, like just, yeah. yeah Cause it's like very, um, dangerous. And obviously like, I feel like thoughts almost become well, like actions. a common thread through these were like, they had a rough life at home. Not so rough that like anyone was alerted. Mm-hmm. Right. But like a tough time, like an abusive situation probably or moving or divorce or like just yeah. like these naturally hard to navigate times. Yeah. And yeah. Isn't that crazy that like it's like to, like especially childhood divorce. That's something that happens to I feel like, like compound. Yeah. yeah. But like all of these cases, it just really 
Um, but number. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so three very like, or almost four. Yeah. Complex, but like similar cases. And I feel like it was just like worth a discussion because it just really like, obviously these are all emotional cases we get like an opinion on and we, we stick with it, you know, like I, you know, I'm mad about this and like whatever, but yeah. it's good to try to like, look at it all with a level head and kind of come back to the fact that like, yes, they're children. They probably shouldn't be out of prison you know, like they deserve a fair trial and they yes. deserve like a review. Yes, yes, yes. yes but However, their crimes are super brutal and that's yeah, why they were tried as an adult. Exactly. And what can we do to like kind of prevent things from mm-hmm. happening in the future? Um, and it sucks that it's like almost like a gray area because there's no like, and there's yeah. no way to tell. Like it's so hard to open up. I feel like a discussion with your teenager about things, but it's like, because you can't wait till they're like ready to like mm. do something extreme. Yeah. Well, you think about like, okay, so, so it's just a side tangent, but the Columbine killers, you know, Dylan and um, Eric mm-hmm. Harris. So Dylan's mom, she's done like a lot of TED talks and everything. She's mm-hmm. really like educated in, in all of this. She's amazing. And um, she was talking about, you know, how her son was withdrawn. He was becoming quieter. You know, all of the stuff you look back and you're like, okay, well, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. But then it's like, but he was a teenager. Right. You can't like parent shame them. Yeah. I agree. Exactly. It's like, how are you supposed to know? That's why there's resources for everyone, whether you're a friend or a parent. And hopefully just opening up a discussion, maybe, maybe something can be prevented. But anyways, that's kind of all I had. I hope you enjoyed, got something out of this true crime i always learn something yes from this deep dive and um yeah we're gonna be here every wednesday so if you enjoyed this you want to hit that like button give us a follow a review um you know share please feel free um i always want to talk about issues and hopefully raise some awareness um teen mental health so important make sure you're checking up on your children making sure they're okay um but yeah until next time this has been innocent told tipsy like stay safe out there yes Ahura Media Production. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500.